Does this remind you of anything? It reminds me of like some like 2000s music. Yeah. But all the feels is like, how did you know? Is like the hell modern? No, no. I, I he he literally said all the feels. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, it's called all of the feels. Ah, there you go. I was like, holy shit! I'm you finally go it, It's like episode three hundred. <laughs> there you go. This is Prozac. Remember Prozac? Oh shit! Yeah, I've heard Sucks the name. Sucks to be Prozac. you. I know, I know. They were huge back in late nineties, early two thousands. Ah. So you see, they got the two thousand sound and the they kill. I. You know what's funny? When I like listen, I'm convinced these guys were ahead of their time. It's like one of those, you know. Interesting. Like when I hear their when I hear their shit, I'm like, oh man, like this would hit today. But they did have a cult following back then. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Every guy named Zach was a skateboarder. <laughs> Spelled with Z A Z A K. Yeah, yeah. Like not C. Prozac. Yeah. Well, MSN name. <laughs> Prozac. <laughs> yeah, Ahomel, yeah. <laughs> Prozac 1902. <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. Hey, uh, what was your Hotmail uh, email? Uh, oh, okay. Even this is funny. He's like, you could tell what kind of like kid they were back then. Yeah. yeah. So for me, <laughs> I got my first email. I think it was like uh, se- seventh grade, sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. When MSN. MSN days. Yeah, but I had to convince my mom, and the, I still remember this to this day. We were down in our like office at our house in yeah. the basement. I was like, Mom, please, can I have an email, please? She's like, You don't need one yet. You're too young. <laughs> I'm like, oh. and I remember I busted this line, but everybody at school has one. Hundred percent. And then all of a sudden, she's like, Fine. And so oh. she, she made me one. She said, what do you want it to be? And I ended up going with Cool Cat 82. There you go. But here's the thing. Oh, shit. Wait. 82, man. Like Blink that was before Blink-182? It was before Blink-182 came to my life. So no like, way. That's crazy. crazy. And it was, here's how I look at it. It was Cool Cat underscore 80. It was Cool underscore Cat underscore yeah, yeah, 82. Lots of underscore. So it's like the underscore was like a fallen one, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. 182. Oh, shit. Fallen one. It's crazy. What was yours? Yeah, bling bling Amar at <laughs> Honestly, send me an email. Fuck it. <laughs> bring, bring. Do you still have access to that? Yeah, it's like my uh, designated like super spam email. You still have access to it? Yeah. Man. Bling, bling, Amar. Things I would do to have access. To, I think mine are all closed now. And also for context, for anyone who doesn't know, oh, that's disgusting. If you don't know what MSN was. Oh, I think most like, probably won't, man. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know. Who are our listeners? I, you know the stats better than I do. I do know the stats. <laughs> so I have no idea who listens to this other than people that reach out and say, hey, I listen to your podcast. Yo, stats-wise, shout out Kelowna, man. I'm telling you, Kelowna is... You, so you, you guys blipped the... Yeah, there's a lot. There's Kelowna, a, BC? Kelowna, BC. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Uh, um, I don't know. Anyways. Emails. Yeah. Anyway, um, let, me, let me talk about something really quick. <clears throat> so... I'm doing this work for um, this this brand yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's like a tech tech brand. Sure. Yeah. So they sent me like literally. This is one of the best things about being a creator. I want to share this because <clears throat> it's it's hard to like flex this because I can't post about it yet. It's hard. I feel like I know where you're going with this, and it's hard not to be the five year old kid. hundred like, percent. That's so proud. Living of this the shit. dream. So I'm working with this tech brand. I've worked with them many many times. They're they're like awesome. Yeah. Okay. And so what I'm doing for them is a bunch of short videos. Mm. Um, displaying this tech and they sent me over boxes I'm talking boxes of the newest tech we got the brand new Nintendo Switch I must have gotten five or six pairs of like earphones headphones that are all like over $200 okay (laughs) like everything's RGB like it lights up keyboards gaming keyboards gaming mouse I got two laptops like two laptops you don't even need two laptops I, I don't but it's like it's insane like and Bro. so, like, my front office is, like, a mini tech store. I should have showed you, actually, before you, we started. But. That's amazing, man. Yeah, that's literally living the dream, mm. you know? That's a dream. So what I was going to talk about is one of the things I'm promoting is called uh, Game Pass. This is going to sound so sponsored, I want to say that, but it is not, I promise you. Yo, honestly, he's been, even in the personal life, he's been talking about <laughs> Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This this Game Pass, okay, it's with Xbox. Oh, yeah. my God, this sounds so fucking sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> it's with, so you pay 16 bucks. Yeah. And you have access to all of these games, and most of them you can play over cloud gaming, which means you don't have to download it. Amazing. It's just, it loads up. I want to say a shout out specifically to the intern who did this box of Game Pass and all these tech toys, because you know, they're getting you to speak yeah. about it, which is good. Man, it was That's- a good toss. Because I'm like, why would anybody not have this? Last yeah. night I played Halo multiplayer. I would never do this. But so is it not like PlayStation like Plus? I don't know. Or like YouTube Stadia? 
where like you can like yeah just like browse like play any browse games? any game. I always wondered if PlayStation had one. It's, it's just like an online like library of games, past, present, and even like yeah, yeah, yeah. when future ones come out. That's amazing. Anyways, I've been like so addicted to this, and it's actually blown my mind that I'm like I need to share this with people. If you have an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Take it from me, and this is, I'm not being paid whatsoever to say this. Game Pass is legit, man. Like, you you go on there. I just, you know what I've been addicted to? Mm. Is Lawnmower uh, Simulator. It's the most <laughs> dad thing. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Every night before bed. spring, bro. Every night before bed. It's the whitest, lawnmower it's the whitest dad simulator. thing I do. What, what, how, how does it even work? You you start your own lawnmowing company. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. So okay, mine's okay. called Dan Oxy I think you're Cuts. literally, like, just lawnmowing. Yeah, you are. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go on. yeah. <laughs> I like you're trying to shit on it. I'm like, yeah, no, that's what it is. No, no, I am trying to shit on it. And I was like, it can't be that bad. And then now you're telling me you are yeah, actually oh, yeah, lawn mowing yeah, in real yeah. time. But if I showed you, you'd be able to. So these simulator games. Yeah. So I bought one two years ago called Farming Simulator. And like you legit have to plant the seeds, water them, wait days. And then like it's, it's all it's, sort it's of like real time. That's fine. No, Farmville is cartoony. It's like you plant it. Oh, boom. Oh, Your corn like a is real ready. Come simulator. and pick the corn before it expires. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And you tap it and it's fun. And you get coins. <laughs> and you're like send codes to yeah. friends that you haven't talked yeah, to in yeah. years. And like little Timmy <laughs> comes and asks for some like lettuce. And you're like, get it. So this game, it's like, it's it's meant for the enthusiast, the hobbyist of farming. Okay. okay the so real deal. The real deal. You can buy all types of different actual tractors. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. The, the John Deere 9000 or some shit. Yeah. And your carburetor X2000 yeah. breaks down. And your seed distributor, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just all that shit, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, you could buy all that, and you have to legit real-time do it. So all the simulator games are like that. Crazy. And so Lawnmower Simulator came out, and I already, like, if I can't sleep, I'll watch grass-cutting videos, or I'll watch mm. uh, power-washing videos. Yeah, you you wake up sometimes at, like, 5 a.m. with, like, your eyes half open. Yeah. You're like... Oh, so what we basically got to do is pressure washing an X pattern. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually better to get the dirt off the property earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I always wake up like that. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, I need a fix, Some you shit, know? Yeah. You just hear... <laughs> <laughs> it, it works, man. So uh, I've been I've been doing this every night. And I, I, I started a company called Danoxy Cuts with a Z. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm my only employee. And I've cut about four lawns, and it's real time. It's about 26 minutes per lawn. Oh, shit. You have your machine. You have to lower the blades, start the blades, and you have to, like, literally drive in a circle. You can't You can't let it run? What do you mean? No, you'll damage the blades. What's wrong with you? Whoa, whoa, okay. okay. See, now we're back to shitting on it. Man, man you're really ebbing, flowing. What, what do you mean let it run? Like, it does its thing? Like, you can't... The game doesn't say, like... Auto cut? Uh, uh, mow this lawn... And then you leave it for 26 minutes while he's no, mowing. No, you are the mower. You are genuinely going in circles. up joystick. Yes, down All the joystick. way down yeah. and then right turn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 180, yeah. And going up. Bro, All of that, 100%. You need to get out of a condo, man. No, it, you need to start freaking snow blowing or some shit. For, oh, Real man, time. Snow blow simulator? Sign me up. <laughs> 100%. It's amazing because like I love cutting grass. It's just, I don't have grass to cut, man. <laughs> Blowing simulator. <Yeah. laughs> Honestly, like the simulator games have been around like since early 2000s. Remember yeah. the train? I think it started with like train simulator. Not a simulator, but I love like roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Okay. That was the shit. Yeah, I, I guess that's similar. I mean, that one was very um, like user friendly. Like, like you make a city type stuff. Yeah. That's why I thought this type... It is. I, I mean, didn't know you're actually cutting. It is like you are yeah. making your own business, and then so after you cut, they they gauge how much damage you caused to the grass. Did you hit any flowers? Okay, so you know those robotic lawnmowers. Oh yeah. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Imagine it's connected to the game, and you are the robot. Oh, that'd be genius, bro. There's like a camera and shit. That would be genius. And you're just mining. You know where they where have a lot of this, by the mm. way, Sweden. Random fact of the day, guys, is Sweden has a lot of auto lawnmowers. There you go. Like, when I first got there for the... Ab I went there for the Absolute Vodka. Yeah, yeah, I was in my hotel room, and I'm like, holy shit. I live across this, like, river. Lawnmowers. There's, like, this... And I'm like, why doesn't somebody steal that? And oh, yeah. apparently it's, like, they're, like, <laughs> up. really heavy or something. And there's, like, blades on the bottom. Yeah. I don't know, but, like, but like I looked across, and, like, literally the nine neighbors all had their auto lawnmowers going. Sweden is way too good to, to steal shit. Damn. Well, this was a rabbit hole. Let me tell you. Yes. I've, I never, I swear to God, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought <laughs> what, we will cover friggin' lawnmower simulators. Oh, man, Do you yeah, understand but, how, like, just zoom out of a bit, out of your life, and just 
see where you're at. I, I, so Long I often do that. <laughs> I often do that. I'm like, what am I doing with my time? However, for some reason, I find lawnmower simulator to be more beneficial of my time than yeah. uh, Halo. I don't know why. You know why? I feel like I'm doing something, man. I'll pop on an audio book when I well, do you it. You love then. satisfying shit. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. 100%. I know a lot of people love satisfying shit, but you love. I also sat- make satisfying shit. Half my videos, man, there are you go. satisfying. So I feel like Lawnmower Simulator is exactly the niche you didn't know you needed. Mm. You know? I mean, I did know because when it first came out, I was amped. I'm like, guys, I've texted my, I've got this group chat. I'm like, guys, Lawnmower Simulator is coming out. <laughs> and they're like, so what? I'm like, does anyone want to play? 2021. And like, nobody responded. <laughs> I was so upset. I'm like, does nobody care? I love I love getting ignored on a group chat. Oh, I hate that. Everyone has made the, the collective. Oh, that's my book. Uh, everyone's made the collective decision to no, not. Not answer you? To not answer yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's even more of a slap in the face when there's like plus three people in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, bitch, I know one of you saw this. Like, at least say no. You know? Guys, I'm on call right now for work. So yeah. if like, if they call, I got to go. You look like, a, like you're acting like a rabid raccoon. You're like, yeah. My, my, phone <laughs> well, my brother just called. And I was like, oh, shit. I got to go. Um, yeah, okay, so today we are talking about Sorry <laughs> Reminding you Nine things that you need to hear today Now I'm, I'm, in, I'm into this, man Yeah I don't know what they are, but Like some of the biggest things I do when I wake up Like I was talking to a friend this morning about Atomic Habits You ever read that? Oh, uh, no, but I wanted to Oh, okay it's like a, it's like starting something, right? Like just start it Just start it, just start and, start like, it. and like if you do a little bit every day it yeah. compounds and it actually makes your life better. Like, like the, we've talked about this many times. Yeah. So I love starting your day with a mindset of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta implement this. Remember this. People aren't looking at you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd love to hear these. Well, um, it's written on a uh, by the, we the urban, good Instagram page. Uh, imagine a pastel pink background with a red font, aesthetic font. You know what I mean? Cool. So red on pink. Right on Just pink. to explain to you the aesthetic you're going okay, for. Okay, okay. Oh, I like this. Is it like, what? what's the font? Comic Sans? Um, no, it's like that. Like um, Helvetica? Um, yeah, Helvetica. It's uh, like a... Like clean and thin. Yeah, like you have it like on a white wine. If you were to sell white wine, yeah. you put it in this font. Or rosé. You'd put. You'd make a rosé in this font or to, you get do. That, to get that white girl Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, like inspirational quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> hi. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, okay, first one. Focus more on being your own Source of happiness first. It's not a good song. Is that a hit for you? What was it? Focus more on being your own source of happiness first. <sighs> Cliche. Hey, listen, listen. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to ask you before we get into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they all going to be um, easier said than done? Because that one is that one is literally the surface to a thousand different mm. forks in the road. How the hell? Do people achieve that? That's that's a that's a podcast topic on its own. Read okay, it, read yeah. it, can you read it one more time? Yeah, focus more on being your own source of happiness first. How the heck? If that was, we would all be doing that. We <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, man. Yeah. So okay, so this is why I love our podcast. Okay, is because we're not we're not sucking ass to these people. You know what I mean? <laughs> if we don't like it, we don't like it. We say you know we say so, but it is true. It is a good I'm, thing. Obviously, it'd be amazing to focus more on being your own source of happiness first. But you know, there's it's harder. You're right. It is harder to. That's like me saying do. like save your money and buy a big house. It's like, well, thanks. Yeah. Well, you're, like, not, you're not putting that in a how, nice font. How do I get more money? Yeah, I gotta have that pink background. <laughs> um, no, but it's true. It, it, yeah, it is true. Um, how about okay? How about if I ask you what are some ways uh, you can okay. be you can be your own source of happiness first? Well, I know I know what would be healthy. I just don't necessarily know how to achieve it yet. Okay. To be honest, um, I think for sure one of them is you have to stop comparing, and mm. this this falls heavily under social media. Mm. Um, it's one of the most damaging things I think most of us do, and I think most of us do it subliminally too. Yeah, I don't think a lot of us realize that we're like, oh, look at their life. It's so easy yeah. to look at Instagram and think, why aren't I that? Why don't I look like that? Why don't I have that? Why don't, why aren't I that? Okay, here's the thing. I might disagree with. I, look, I agree with that. That's happening. But I just feel like that used to happen. I feel like now we're all too smart for that shit. All of us are too smart for that shit. I, I, it's not about being too smart. It's like when you when it's drilled into you from every angle. Yeah. It's hard to remember that every single person is not being authentic. Mm. Like it's really And even if you think they're being authentic, like we talked about this with the the photo dumps. Yeah. It's even less authentic. Yeah. 
You know, it, it is. You're right. It is a cat and mouse game of like just when you know you're good enough to like call them out on like the fakeness, they invent a new way, a new fucking to be, trend, man. To be where it's like no <laughs> makeup, fake. but it's yeah, like yeah. they've developed makeup that is no makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's hard, it's hard to know. <laughs> okay, so um, stop comparing. Um, would you say compare yourself to past versions of yourself, or is that not a thing? It's tough because like. I look at past versions of myself and I find it it would be very difficult for me to to get back. Yeah. And it's and there's a lot of things that I've grown since then. So mm-hmm. for me to go back it wouldn't even fit the same. Right? Yeah, like, but I feel like even like let's say atomic habits or something, it would like probably work on just be just one like inch better. Be one inch better than, 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 than yesterday. I wish I was an inch better <laughs> than yesterday, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. if you want to go work out, stop trying to Go seven days a week right away, or don't just think that it's, it's all or nothing. Exactly. You know, like, it's exactly that. Don't don't think you have to go seven days, or it's not worth your time. Like, yeah, like try to uh, try to incorporate a level of consistency to some degree. I think that's probably one of the other ways to get mm. to happiness. Is consistency is key for both success and I think to maintain anything. Mm. Like you want to maintain feeling like shit. Do the same bad habits you do all the time, and I promise it'll be the same. Uh, like, but, but I, I say this because if ever somebody asks me, how do I get X amount of followers? How do I get this or that on YouTube? And I would tell them, you got to be consistent. 100%. You cannot just upload and disappear for a month and upload again and expect to have a following that yeah, cares yeah, yeah. about your shit. Okay. 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 Watch this. So bring it back to being your own source of happiness. Okay. I do think there's a lot of times that. We rely, even for shit that makes us happy, we rely on other people, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, um, let's say even like something as as amazing as like being a mother, being a good mother, you're still kind of relying on your kids for your happiness. You know what I mean? If it, like once they grow out and they leave, mm-hmm. are you going to be sad? You know? It, well, I guess it, that depends on your relationship with it. YouTube, like if you're depending on... Um, the audience being there once you don't have the audience you're effed but if you if you're doing it for let's say the craft like if you're rug tufting mm. for personal personal pleasure yeah, yeah obviously yeah. the audience is there and like they will be there with your consistency right but if your consistency relies on um the audience and the first time you don't have a good audience you'll be like okay f this yeah no 100 percent. as opposed to actually loving the thing itself yeah, yeah, I'd agree. You have to have a passion for, and I mean, you have to also be willing to change. Back yeah. to that like parental thing where like if your kids leave, I look at, uh, for instance, my mom, how she would have transitioned, or my dad, how, my parents in general, how they would have transitioned from us having a big family in one house yeah. to now um, them sort of having their own house in Texas with mm-hmm. no kids. And it's like you adjust over time. I mean, you'd hope you would adjust over time yeah. where you accept that okay, this is a stage of life that my kid is going through and it's it's essential to happen and there's yeah. there's always fun things on the horizon. I think that's a, a good thing for your mental health too mm. is to think that and truly believe that there's always something cool that will happen again. Coming up. Yeah. Coming up, exactly. And so I, I think that's something I always do have. Even in my most like down times, I always think, oh, this is shit. But like I know eventually one day I'm going to have one of those days where it's like, that was the best day. Yeah. You know? And it's just like some hilarious shit. Yeah, you're or like yeah, you laugh so hard with your friends. Like, I had my friends, like my 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 buddies, all came over on Saturday, and it was like we're all sort of like this, very similar. Our humor is the same, mm-hmm. and it was like the best, just joking, <laughs> laughing, ordering food. You know, it's like stomach hurts type shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit is so refreshing for for like you and your your psyche. You know, focus more on being your own source of happiness first. <laughs> oh, so that Second was the first one. one. That oh, was the first one. Okay, okay. Um, be mindful of the negative thought spirals. You don't have to drown in scenarios that don't exist and haven't happened. Yo. That's a good one. Talk about that shit, Dan. That, that's, <laughs> Talk about that shit, Dan. Take it away, my joke. <laughs> Talk about that shit, Dan. I think it's true. Like, back to what I said is we often will look at past moments where we're like, oh, I wish I was that again, or I wish I had that in my life, or yeah. I wish my life was that in general. Oftentimes, I look back at high school, man. Like, mm. high school was one of the best times for me. Yeah. Followed by the worst time of my life. Yeah. So, so to have those contrasts and right next to each other was such a wild, turbulent time for me. Yeah. So I look and it back, was the amazing that happened first, and then the shit that happened after. Yeah. So you kind of feel like, okay, it'll never happen because I just had the amazing. Yeah. 
And I asked myself, like, it doesn't matter. Let's say I had the most amount of money in the entire world. Yeah. Because money can make a lot of shit happen. Good. Let's say I have Inches. $500 billion. Mm. And I try to get everybody from high school back to the same high school. I pay the same teachers all very well. I pay all the students very well to be there. Mm. Almost like actors for my own personal gain of <laughs> being in high school. Right? That is so crazy. Like, like, think about this, okay? <laughs> No matter what, it'll never be the same because yeah. unfortunately, some of the people we went to high school with have passed away. Yeah. A lot of them have aged. A lot of them have kids, so they wouldn't be able to take part. A lot of them got fat. Well, that. Holy shit. <laughs> this guy's going heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, it doesn't matter. You have to sort of let go of shit because there's zero in your control that you can bring back, but there's everything in control that you can make that experience happen again at somewhere in your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, it, yeah. It can be done with new characters, with new actors. You don't have to spend $500 billion on that. That's wild. Um, no, but don't you ever think like that? Like, what would it take for me? Like, what would it take for me to get this to happen? And oftentimes the solution is a shit ton of money. But there's yeah. a certain situations where even a shit ton of money won't get you mentally. And you won't be in the same spot. You'd be, I'd no. be a 30-year-old in high school. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah, I think, I don't know who said it, but it's like, yeah, getting that baseline money is important. I think... That money buys happiness stuff. Mm. I think if you could just get a baseline enough you, money of like just reducing your stress. So you think money buys happiness? Oh, 100%. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me all that money. You know <laughs> but, what I'm saying? But, but you know what I mean? Like the difference, I would say if I get 10 million, that's mm -hmm. it. Even though I feel like, okay, let me get, let me get a 50 enough. million. Yeah, 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 yeah there, you go, there you go. Because I feel like if you win a million dollars now, it's like, okay, I can't pay rent. No, that would get you through like a year in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, still 10 million, get a job. 10 million is like a decent house, but 50 million is like you could have a house with a water slide. You yeah, know okay. I mean? But like, and sick. it's fully paid off and you could still get your cars. And like, you mm. know what I mean? Like invest some of it. Yeah, I think. But past that, it's not like you're reducing a lot of stress with money. People say like it adds more stress. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking get that. Okay, look, I agree. No, I don't. You give me $50 million. I'm going to spend 20 and invest 30. Yeah. Okay. And and where I'm going to invest the money is in a place where it'll it'll always give me money back. Yeah. You know? But look, I, I just feel like when you, let's say, let's say you have $1,000, right? Like to spend. You are going to, you're going to... You're not going to spend that much. You're not going to take that many risks and stuff. But the richer you get, the more you're going to risk and invest more money. And it's going to be more stressful. It's going to be more stressful when you when you invest $30 million into some Bitcoin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the next day, they're like, oh, Bitcoin went to half price. You now have $15 million. You don't think that's a stressful? No. No. Here's why. First off, you don't invest the entire $30 million in one thing. You diversify the shit out of that. So like, no matter what, you're yeah, safe. You diversify. And then Corona comes through. And then you're like, you lose everything. And you're no, like, because Corona didn't you know ruin the stressful. Like things like Lysol, man, that, that spiked during Corona. Like Jeff Bezos, richest guy on earth, mm -hmm. right? You don't think it's a little stressful that for, Here's for think, five, 10 years of his life, he's not making any money. His company, he's just like reinvesting everything into a company that could fail. But yeah, but he had no money then. Like, like we're talking about having the money. So let, let's look at Jeff Bezos. No, I'm saying his company is could make a billion dollars. Yes. Right? But then he's like, nah, as a smart businessman, I'm going to reinvest that billion dollars I just made. Do you know how much company. money? And that's what he's done. It doesn't matter. Do you know how much money Jeff Bezos has? He okay. can invest. He didn't have to work a, a day for the next three lifetimes, four lifetimes, six lifetimes. You don't think it's a little stressful that a, a girl or a... Uh, you're, a tr you're trying to find... Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. What a I woman think shows up or like some, some shitty ass where male kid is like, hey, I'm actually your son. I no, you ain't, what I find stressful, if I was in Jeff Bezos' position, yeah. is you would have zero authenticity or at least, how would you know if someone legit likes you? That's Honest it. to God. That's it. So yes, that would cause a significant amount of stress that is very unrelatable to a lot of us. Yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, I saw this thing with uh, Ben Affleck. He talked with uh, Matt Damon. Mm. They, they're buddies, right? And so they were, they were talking online and he goes, the problem with fame was that i never realized how challenging a lot of this would be mm. and, and of course you get those people immediately they're like oh poor you you got money and yeah. i just want to be like sit down and just listen to what he has to say 100%. because what you're trying to do is just target and, and shame him for having these struggles but they are so valid yeah so basically it's a perspective talks, you don't know about yes he so just talks about like 
you can't look bad ever. You, you're always constantly being followed and people are criticizing every relationship you do and every movie you do. And he's like, imagine having that level of fame and then losing it all. What do you do then? Go work at like a grocery store and then have this, this shadow hanging over of what you could have yeah, been. Like, that's some shit. It, it's, it's sort of a one-way street where it's like if you start to, if you achieve that level of fame mm. and then you, you lose it, I don't know how you would, uh, like that would be a tough life. That's- some like Mike Posner shit or like one hit wonder type, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bro. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. I think that is probably one of the hardest things. Like I think mentally, not like not stress wise or anything financially or anything, but mentally, if you imagine you're like some kick-ass Ben Affleck type character, like actor, yeah, yeah. and then you end up in some grocery store. Well, perfect example is Nicholas Cage, man. What, that guy what happened would, to him? Well, that guy was like a big time actor, yeah, making all his money, and he he invested his money on like, honestly, I think cool shit. Because <laughs> I look at Nicolas Cage, I'm like, I would spend it on the same. He bought like castles in Italy and and yeah, yeah, yeah. in places like that. he bought a bunch of different homes, all unique homes, um, and then he ended up like going bankrupt. So now he has to take pretty much any role that comes his way, and he's kind of like sold yeah. out in that way. Yeah, but he used to be like a huge. Star. I mean, he's still a big name for sure. And and so those people are probably more likely to like fall into that trap of there is no past version of yourself that you need to, or sorry, um, that you need to be mindful of like the negative thought spirals. Like you don't have to drown in scenarios that don't exist or haven't happened. Cause I think what happens is a lot of times is some negative shit happens in your life and yeah, it's bad and it's traumatic and everything. But a lot of times you can only experience it once, but because you keep thinking back to it, you're actually experiencing it more times. Which is, which is like a part of healing sometimes. It is, 100%. But like dwelling way too long about like, let's yeah. say losing girlfriend yeah. and like that pain that comes with a breakup. But to keep going back to it every single day for like, some people do it a year or two years or yeah. like some sports injury. Oh, I you know I used to be so good at yeah. basketball, but then my I tore my ligament. And like they keep going back to that. And they're like, there's no reason for you to experience that pain again. No, because ideally you learn the lesson you move on. I used to do that, man. Like I had a video go viral four years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm saying like that four or five years ago now. And I remember there was a there was a YouTuber that tried to copy me like so badly, man. Mm. And that pissed me I off. Think like, I know that piece of shit. Yeah, he copied my thumbnail. He copied the way it was delivered. And he just ran with the fucking series like for so much longer than I decided to. And it pissed me off. And yeah. I held on to that for so long that I'm like, you know what? We're in the world of digital and people are going to do that. It doesn't matter if it was him or somebody else. Somebody's going to do yeah. it. And I don't own the idea. So once I was able to process that, I was able to move past it. But like you start to also realize people's work ethics and ability to create their own shit. And yeah. this guy had pretty pretty low originality on his channel. It was but, more so just chasing the money and chasing the views. And but you see, it's good that you learned that. Like uh, there was like this like story of like these like two monks, two Buddhist monks. Mm. Okay. And um, they're walking along and they see this, uh, they see this girl who's trying to cross the street and it's like a muddy street and she obviously doesn't want to get like her her shit muddy mm. right so one of the monks goes and he's like i'm gonna go help her and the other monk is like no 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 don't and like he just goes and helps her he picks her up and crosses the street crosses the muddy street yeah okay so he picks her up crosses the muddy street and then comes back and then they continue walking for hours five hours later the other monk just unleashed he just snapped he's like Hey man, look, we're monks. Like we don't do that. Okay, we're not supposed to pick up women and carry them and do that type of stuff. We're monks. Right. The guy's like, "Hey man, I, I dropped her off five hours ago. You know, are you still picking up that woman five hours later? Right. And it's Whoa. a lot. That happens a lot of times. It's like we, we carry some shit like that resentment for years sometimes. Or is months. that like, it like this guy who copied your shit, your thumbnail or whatever? Like he copied the entire video. I, and I know. It was like a blatant copy. I, I saw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's true. Like for you, for yourself, you know, he did it once and he's happy. And then, but you, we carry it for a month later, two months later, you know, yeah. it's wild. But it makes you wonder, is that also, that falls into communication. Like, yeah. Let's take the second monk. Yeah. The second monk could have complained when it was happening. 100%. Instead of waiting. So communication is a huge thing too. And then you don't have to, exactly. You don't have to be resentful towards your friends or family or whatever Have you ever seen that? but so much harder to do to yeah. say than do well a lot of these a lot of these have been so far yeah <laughs> like like there have you ever heard that that one with a university professor where he's like 
he holds a glass of water at arm's length. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like half full. And he, yeah. he asks the class, do you guys think this is heavy enough that it'll hurt my arm? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no, of course not. That weighs like a half a pound, less than. Yeah. He goes, okay, now let's say I hold this for 10 hours. Let's say I hold this for a week, maybe even a month. Yeah. And he's like, what's going to happen then is my muscle will start to fatigue. My arm is going to be really sore. And this cup is going to feel like it's 100 pounds. So as time goes on, the longer you hold on to things, the heavier they get. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter if it starts out small. If you keep burying that and holding on without addressing it and putting the, putting the shit down. It's too real. And the, I love that guy, that professor. I feel like he has like a bunch of videos. I don't even know where that originated. It's one of those like Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan. You yeah, know, yeah like, some upworthy shit. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. You can't really expect someone to show up for you in the way you deserve when they aren't even emotionally available to themselves. Mm. No, nah, I was going to switch this up. I thought it was going somewhere else. So did I. Yeah. Man, that flop. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up. You can't really expect someone to show up for you if you can't show up for yourself. That's, one, that's, that's where that's I thought it was going to go too, which is very cliche. We've, we've all heard that shit. But it's true, man. Uh, you know, uh, they say... Uh, like treat others you want to be the way you want to be treated, right? Golden rule type shit. Yeah. But what I've learned also is you should treat yourself the way you treat other people. Yeah, but, but this is this is very difficult because it is very difficult. Here's the thing: like well, we I, need to get I've to the heard, bottom of this shit. We do. I've heard this advice where it's like love yourself, love somebody mm. how how you, love yourself how you. Love others. Yes. Or, or, or I, I can't remember hearing the quote. It was a, there's a really good poem actually. Yeah. It's it's I'm gonna try and find it actually, but um, it's so true. But like, why don't we? Why are we harder on us than we are with someone else? If somebody else looked exactly like me. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. And they came to me with my insecurities that I have. Yeah. And they start saying all this shit. I would go, oh my god, like seriously, like I don't see you like that at all, or like, at all. You know. And it's just crazy, but when you're spending 24 7, 365 inside your head, inside your body, naturally, especially since we've been in the past two years, we have the time to fucking yeah. rip ourselves apart. You're going to start to start to stack them on a shelf of just all the flaws you have. And that's the first thing you're going to see. I don't, but like, yeah, I, I feel like there's a certain amount of like virtues, let's say virtue signaling that we do for others that makes us better like for example let's let's say even let's take this podcast okay if you were to tell me three years ago i'm gonna start a podcast and i'd show up for this podcast once a week every week Mm -hmm. i would be like no i can't do that but with someone else i don't want to let you down Mm. you know what i mean it's easy for me to let myself down and be like one one week be like "Eh, i'm not gonna record and then you know what i mean and keep it going but with other people, you're you just don't want to not show up. Maybe for that's others. the secret. That's maybe what I'm maybe you need to tie a sense of you don't want to let others down. Others down, you know, because like I don't know with 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 my level of consistency on YouTube back in the day, it was like I would get these comments of people. I love watching your videos, isn't that? I felt like I need to create for them. Yeah, because you get like that one comment that says like you saved my life, and then like it, yo that comment that makes you like want to work for others. A hundred percent, man. I, you know what's crazy is I look at, I've had now like a, a 10 year career on yeah. on YouTube and sometimes people will find me through TikTok now, which is like, oh my God, Dan, I haven't seen you in so long and they'll drop things. And this is, this is going to sound like a humble brag, of course, yeah. but it's something I never thought I would have. And they go, oh, he's like an OG of YouTube. Jeez. And I'm like, that's crazy, man. Cause I never felt like I ever really took off on YouTube. Yeah. Like you know, veteran you, shit. Yeah. Like veteran shit at, at all. Like I... Towards the end, I got to six six fifty. Yeah, and and even now, I've just I've been so turned off by YouTube. Yeah. I haven't created much on there. I've been so turned on to TikTok, and it's it's so much more fulfilling and fun. Mm-hmm. And I look at that, and I'm like, dang, who would have thought that's how this all would have dried up yeah, or yeah, ended? Yeah. But it's really cool to see that the, the those people that stick around that that still follow me today have all found me through mental health videos. All of them, crazy, you know, crazy. Um, let me just quickly play a clip here. This is a poem, okay? Yeah. And it's called You Are Who You've Been Looking For. It's very popular. It's 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 everywhere now. What's it called? You Are Who You've Been Looking For by okay. Adam Roa. Um, this thing, you've probably seen it on TikTok, maybe, but listen to this poem. Like listen to the words. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna play a small clip. Yeah, yeah, of yeah it, do your thing. But it's it's really, really good. Um I love poems. Check this out. 
So the guy's walking on stage, gives the, the guy a hug. I haven't heard this intro. Though. I learned something. What the? Oh my god! I was like, "What is that oh, music?" Oh, you're pl still playing the monk Man, shit. That's the monk shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this guy said I haven't heard this intro. You hear that? Yeah, you're trying this to whole time, shit. I'm trying to turn up the volume of the YouTube video, but this fucking pan flute is yeah, getting yeah. loud. <laughs> oh my god! So I, when Mar was telling that monk story, I played some um, yep. inspirational yoga music in the background. <laughs> I was like, "This guy's trying to talk," and they're like blasting pan flute. Okay, let me put that back a little bit. So that turns out that was not part of this. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I learned something that was really impactful for me, which is that your capacity to love others is limited only by your capacity to love yourself. There it is. And that's what inspired this piece of poetry, which I call, You Are Who You've Been Looking For. Man, this thing hits. You are who you've been looking for. So stop looking for more unless you're looking in a mirror because it's about time for you to see clearly that you are who you've been looking for. And that empty feeling you got, that hole in your chest, you only got that feeling because you think you're not blessed with everything you need. Oof, oof. You see, we live in a consumerist society, which means they need you to buy stuff. Mm, and the easiest mm -hmm. way to sell it is to tell you you're not enough. Ooh. Buy this car, you'll get girls. Mm. Buy this bra, you'll get guys. Hey. hey. <laughs> and we're seeing it so much that we start believing these lies, but the truth is, the makeup they're selling to make you feel prettier is the same makeup you buy to stop feeling shittier about this lie they keep telling you that you are not enough. Ho! Goosebumps on Dan? Ho! Goosebumps on me? Are you kidding? Dang. And what about the movies we watch, all the shows on TV? The more I watch, the more I see I need you to complete me. Oh! And yes, love is the answer, love is the key, but if you can't love yourself, how could you ever love me? There it is. This shit's good, man. And, and loving yourself, what does that even mean? Like massages and selfies and that sort of thing? Because the more I think about it, the more it feels weird. I've always been taught that self-love was something to be feared. I've been taught that arrogance is bad and vanity, it's not good. And even my bracelets are telling me to act how Jesus would. So what should oh. I do? <laughs> how shit. should I act? Holy shit. I'm supposed to love myself, but how do I even do that? Well, I got a trick that I picked up from a friend who noticed that I was quick to defend her when she would say something negative about herself. Mm. There it is. She That's... would say, I'm so dumb. And I'd say, you're so brilliant. There it is. Yeah. She'd say, I'm so weak, and I'd say, you're so resilient. And when she said, I feel ugly, and I said, you look beautiful, she asked me why I was so dutifully filling up her cup constantly and yet treating my own cup so irresponsibly. Holy right. shit, man. This guy's nailing it every time. Because when I looked in the mirror, my voice was quite clear. You're ugly, you're too thin, your hairline's receding, you got a pimple on your chin. <laughs> and that was when she gave me a piece of advice that changed my life. She gave me a hug and she said, treat yourself like someone you loved. Dang. Treat yourself like someone you loved. Now I had been standing, but I needed to be sitting because I couldn't believe that I had been letting myself keep forgetting that I was who I'd been looking for. And deep in my core, I knew it was time to stop looking for more until I could look through all my fear and look into a mirror and see clearly that the man looking back at me was the only one who can make me happy, and I am already enough. Mm. Hey, snap that shit, snap that shit. And I am not any more special or unique than you. That is why I'm here to speak to you. You are already enough. And when you start to see that, you will start to be that. Your world will get brighter, your load will get lighter, and you can see that with life. You can be a lover, not a fighter. And that life, you deserve it. Because you are worth it. Don't and there is me. no point in letting yourself keep forgetting, because no matter what you say or do, you are perfect. And so today, I hope I leave you with a direction correction away from the flaws you see in your reflection. They aren't flaws to me. They are simply protection against all the doubts you have of your perfection. Oh, man. This guy's. So start today. Mm. 
take a good, long look in the mirror and say, I am who I've been looking for. Okay. okay. There it is, guys. That's Shout out Adam Rowe. That's the poem. Roa. I guess Roa. Roa. I don't know. Adam Rowe. Roa. That, so that poem is, um, you are who you've been looking for. It Look, is. That's Adam Rowe, sorry, go ahead. It's, it's amazing, man. Like, when I first heard this, I was like, holy shit. I had to watch it twice. I'm like, these, these one-liners he's busting out are so deep. We need to get some poets on this podcast. I'll tell you, man. You, they're crazy. If they're actually talking like this. They're like good poets, you know? Because yeah, there's some poets that are like, I went to the store and I stubbed my toe. Ouch, Honor. I said. And Ouch. I ran into a whore. <laughs> <laughs> they just start rhyming like Dr. Seuss for no reason. <laughs> uh, look, respect, honestly, great, great poem. Um, 75% through, I feel like he could have ended it there. And then he started repeating. There, It looked like he had like some sort of word limit he had to get to. Man, this you guy know? just busted a four-minute poem and you're criticizing that half of it could have been... Hey, that's how I treat myself. That's <laughs> that's how you're gonna treat him too. <laughs> I'm trying to tell this guy you are enough. It's it was good. enough at three minutes. You know what's it's like? Let me let me ask you a question, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we'll get back into it really quick. I look at the school system, okay, yeah. and I know for sure that all of my success has come through my learning styles, which are hands-on, visual. I've mm. never learned more about the world and how things work than I do with Instagram. Or, you're or, talking like a poet right with, now. You're with, talking like a poet. Am I? I've never learned more as I, I know, have I have, with my I, Instagram I've, and work. No, you're, you're hearing that shit. I've never learned more than now. I, I literally just said, said it. Ass. How do I say it? I've never learned more than the shit I've learned on YouTube. Yeah. Seriously, the stuff that I watch on there, I'm just like, wow. It's it's crazy. The stuff you can learn from there. YouTube is one of the greatest le- like places to learn. Why are you talking anything? about poet? <laughs> YouTube, YouTube is the place that I learn. Um, no, it's true. Like YouTube is such 100%. a good like place to learn. And I think if I think good idea, anyone can take it. I think someone should make like a school curriculum literally just based on YouTube videos, like they for could. science. Like, and there was you know? a guy that I would watch. Uh, he was in, I think it was Vancouver. Yeah. He was this old ass guy. Okay. And he would like, he would sip tea and he would talk about, relationships and how to get over a heartbreak and this and that. Love that. And I remember like, I, would, I found his channel and he had, I don't know, like like maybe 3,000 views. Shit. And I remember I once lost it. And I'm like, oh my God, how do I find this guy again? Yeah. Because his, his stuff is so good, right? And so I eventually found his channel again. And I remember, I think I, think I subscribed to it. And I was like, dang, this is, this is such good material that nobody will ever see because yeah. he's this, this old older guy that's not a part of the... Yeah, like you know, and and no one's curating it enough. Like I feel like you, there's such a, um, there's such a need for curate, like for someone to go and make a whole playlist of like relationship advice you need to hear and include this three thousand views guy and all that. Like include different things be, and be, make be, that be, almost like a curriculum. Make but that here's one the course. tricky thing though: yeah. the reason why YouTube is such a good sort of like teacher like that is because what works for me. May not work for you, uh-huh. but the good thing is that there are people talking about the same topic in your learning style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. like whether it's infographics or even just somebody having a casual True. chat. You know. True. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, crazy thing about um, this whole list: the next, the next slide was "You are enough as you are." Oh, so we and just then, did that one. Yeah, we just did it. Look at that. Okay, how but, many more do we have? Um, was how do you feel about this one? Focus on your craft. Yeah, I mean. I like it. <laughs> I know, but I feel like you have a you have a lot to say well, on, the, on the whole craft thing. Well, I I don't think they mean like craft. Arts, I know, I know, yeah. I know, but like you know, but like you are someone who has focused yeah, yeah, yeah. on their craft. Absolutely, I've I've gone head first into it now because I'm like I have the time. Yeah. I look at, I look at my my work style now, and I'm like, if I was in sort of a relationship, I think a lot of this wouldn't be as attainable. Yeah, because I'll be at my studio until. 8 p.m. some nights. I'll be there on Saturdays. A lot of Sundays I'll be there. It's your child. So it is. It's like my, my career right now is I'm very focused on it, trying mm. to create as much stuff as possible. And uh, it's it's therapeutic for me. But for some people, keep in mind your craft is not your job. Your craft is something you enjoy doing, like a hobby or something, mm, 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 mm. you know? So I think that's super healthy. Holy shit, is that healthy? Yeah, I think it's... Uh... It's almost like, uh, you know, when like you're dating someone and they have like no friends of their own or like no source of happiness other than you. The codependency, man, is the biggest killer. 
Yeah. I'm reading a book right now about this exact thing mm. where it's like, if you get into a relationship, don't like your friends are more important than I think you think they are. <sighs> like you have to maintain your own friends. And a lot of the time we get in a relationship, we don't make time for them or we hang out with their friends or mm. you make a joint identity. It is so important to maintain your life goals well in the relationship and yeah. not just abandon them and then just think we'll do everything together. It is, it is not a successful rate. It is one of the most unhealthy things. If you can mm-hmm. like, it, exactly. It's true. Like make your own like source of happiness. Like you need to have different stuff that you do, whether if it's with your friends or relationships or all that, you need to go like, See your own friends. Do your own um, crafts. Do your own hobbies. Do you need your to own have thing. something that that speaks to you and not both of you. You yeah. know, like because you're you're two different people. You're not you're not with the same person. Yeah, like how do you even catch up if you're the same person? It's like what you yeah. do today. I, everything you do. The level of codependency and like just being with them twenty four seven is just man. Like this book goes into it. Yeah, it's like like definitely like relationships are healthy. But, but don't give up your dream in, in just because you had kids. Yeah. Oh, you got to stay home because you have kids. Find a way to make it work. Yeah, after the kids, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> the kids will have you later in your life because they're the ones that control yeah, your yeah, old yeah. folks' home and shit. Um, anything else that you think uh, people need to hear? Is that it? Uh, there's more, but like it's like... We got to give them nine, man. We got to give them nine. I know, but it's like things we've already talked about. Like uh, Skim through them. Skim through them. Uh, there is no past... Oh, no, I've talked about... Um, is this list not in order or is it just randomizing it? No, it is. Like, okay, so like another one was there is no past version of yourself that you need to get back to. Life is about moving forward and growing from the new lessons learned. I feel like we talked about that. We did. Well, there's one that was already, that was very similar to that. Yeah, the one before it was very similar. <laughs> um, That's hard to do though as well. Setbacks and mistakes are a normal part of the human experience. They don't mean... All of your progress is erased. Okay, let's talk about this one really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was in college and I was uh, seeing a therapist for the first time, mm-hmm. I remember I would I would feel this huge sense of relief after I'd go home to my dorm room. I'd be like, wow, okay, I got all that stuff, all that anxious thoughts in my mind out just to a professional. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to now sort of relax. And I would always have one night out of out of however long before I see him again that was relaxing. It was It was that night. Yeah. And then some days would be good and some days would be really bad. And I remember I went back to him like, I just feel like I'm stuck in a friggin' circle. So visually in my mind, I was picturing a circle. Yeah. So I was I was getting better. So I'm at the top of the circle. And then then I'd have a really bad day full of anxiety. So I'd be back down to the end. And he goes, Dan, like like recovery or any sort of healing is not a circle. It's it's a line graph and it's always going up. But sometimes it'll it'll go down, mm. but it's always going like up. Like a stock market graph. Like, type. Exactly. And so when I when I transitioned the perspective in my head from this, oh, just because it wasn't good, 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 doesn't mean you didn't heal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's important to know is that like it's it's not a, just a straight uphill thing, not for anybody. It's true because a lot of times we are like very zoomed in on like the setbacks and like we see like this like downfall and like we're like, holy shit, my life is like, you know, it's really going down. But if you really zoom out, you know, and you let time do its thing, you are going to go back up. and Yeah. Uh, the, yes, you will. Like in the micro, it might look like it's going down, but like in the macro, when you zoom out, it does look like it. Uh, Do you know how stressful um, it was for a few years, like watching my YouTube devolve into less and less views? Mm-hmm. And it didn't make sense because my work was getting better and better. Honest to God. Like I, I hired a videographer and I worked with him and it was like the videos were like little movies, man. Yeah. And it didn't make sense that I was putting more effort but getting less out of it. And so I remember thinking, I'd walk Charlie at night going like, maybe this is it. Maybe, like, it probably won't get any better. Maybe the, the highlight of my career was done. If I had stopped there, I would never ex- experience 1.5 million followers on TikTok. Wild. You Wild. know, like, like I thought I had peaked. Yeah. But I hadn't even started Smashed my TikTok surface, adventure yeah. yet, you know? So, it, like, I use that as an example all the time where I was, like, so defeated thinking, what am I going to do? Maybe I'll just get a corporate job. And then it was like, I kept going. And then I randomly uploaded to TikTok and TikTok was like, we love that shit. is always the wildest thing to me. Um, I think you've talked about it before. It's like, there's this like a picture of like two miners, like digging a hole. Yes, yeah. And like, you see the gold on the other side and one person quits when there was like one swing. Yeah. Left. Like one, one more swing of the thing. And that happens in life all the time where like, it's so wild to think like that if you had quit, you know, what gold you would have been missing out on on the other side. Man, if, I, if I had quit multiple times in my life, if I had quit at the mark that I thought I was done at, yeah, 
holy shit, I wonder what the hell I'd be at. Like, you can't be a quitter with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, bro, you would be like some, like, resentful... 100%. Working as a marketing agency, like I, I'd be, I'd be working for people that are doing my dream, and oof. it's like no thanks, oof. like like no thank you. So I've learned that, you, like, when I say quitting isn't an option, this isn't like some action here, like quitting is not an option. Like you should literally view it as not an option. Yeah, like just keep going to some capacity. Because I'm telling you, every time I thought I was done, it got ex- exponentially better. Yeah, like like maybe four or five months later, you never know, and that's the hard part. And it's part of the success is being the one who doesn't quit. Like there's so many people that do quit and not enough people that, that, that haven't quit. Of course. And that's, that's what thins out the herd. Exactly. So just by, just by not quitting, you are going above and beyond to a place where other people haven't been. Yeah. Amazing. It's literally that easy. If you hold on longer, look at all these like game shows, man, like fear factor or whatever. It's like, you could win the money if you just do it the longest. Yeah. Hold on to this bar the longest, you know, balance the longest. That's the same thing with like success in career. Keep going the longest and eventually you'll hit it. I Even mean, something like Facebook or YouTube, like in the beginning, there was no ads, right? And they're just probably losing money. Like there's no way Facebook and YouTube were making any sort of money without ads, mm-hmm. right? Like there's no way to monetize their service. Right, right. But they're just like, no, nah, hold on. Build a b- bigger base, build a bigger base. And now YouTube, like, with all, with like the big, like it's like the biggest, whatever, biggest place, um, you know, and they're just like, okay, now is the time we put ads. Right. Because yeah, if we lose people, where are they going to go? Vimeo right. or the, where are they going to go? So by holding on and believing what you do and then monetizing it or whatever, that's, I think that's, that's the way forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lastly is cultivate a life that feels nourishing feel like a lot of people have made a life for themselves that isn't nourishing. Uh, there's a lot of stress in their life. And though I think there are a lot of things that are not in your control, um, there are a lot of ways you can kind of escape the stress and escape that that things that don't nourish you. For example, buying shit that you don't really need to impress people that you don't you even know. love. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, cultivating a life that feels nourishing. Which, which, uh, sometimes a lot of us don't know what the, what that nourishment is. Like we don't know it yet. And that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't have that perfect Zen lifestyle set down of what they like. Mm-hmm. Like um, if you had asked me before, what do you like to do? I would have been so confused because I liked to do anything that got views. Yeah. You know, like that to me was, was worth my time. But now luckily I'm able to do things that I love to do and also get views. Yeah. And it's the best man. It's so fun. I have this, like, I always, um, so whenever, like, my cousins are, like, asking me, like, uh, you know, what university should I go to? What, sh- what job should I do? Stuff like that. I always feel like when you're, like, 18, 19, you really don't know, even, like, at probably age 30, you really don't know um, what you want out of life. Especially at 18, 19. Well, it's always, <laughs> 18, no fucking way. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's always changing, too. It is always changing, but I feel like it only changes because if you're, if you're the type of person that does different things you'll start to understand what you do like and what you don't like. So I feel like there has to be a but, point at 18, 19 where we do things that just like do a bunch of random things. And the more things you do, the more you'll see, okay, I actually like this. All right, I actually hate But this. a lot of people don't. What they do is they'll do a bunch of things. And the second they find something they like, they stop and stick yeah. with that. Because they're like, I did so many things I didn't like that I finally found it. It's like, well, you could have more than one. Like an 18-year-old. I've heard so many 18-year-olds be like, yeah, I like accounting. What the hell do you know about you know what I mean? Like, that's a, Hold on, we need accountants. <laughs> no, I, I know we need accountants, but I'm just saying like, at what point did you decide that accounting is the shit you like? Because you know, I got a buddy that loves accounting. It's I'm so sure funny. they do. I'm not saying they funny. don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like some yeah. people, yeah, like I'm sure they do. But uh, what I'm saying is the system, like especially the school system, man, it's like at age, okay, at age 18, you need to know what university you're going to or college, or something. There's a lot of pressure, man, at that age. To know exactly what you're going to do for, let's say, air quotes, the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. okay? But really, in I don't know where else in the world, but like in Canada, you have to choose at age 14, 15, what type of classes you go to, and that will determine if you're going to go to university or college. It's all very selective. Like, they don't have courses to be a YouTuber. And here, and most people I've read, like most youth today want to be a social media influencer. 100%. And I'm not against, like, you know what's funny? I find it to be very, very trendy 
yes. to hate on tech and future and social media. And I understand the toxicity that comes with some of that, right? Yeah. I'm such a believer in it. I could see why most people would want to be a social media personality. It is one of the best gigs. It's also one of the most stressful. Like you're, you're constantly, like I know for sure I'm constantly beating myself up in, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But I wake up and every day is a Saturday. In terms of I wake up, I get to, what can I do to create views, but that I also love to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it gets stressful when you have somebody that got success off of like doing dances. Yeah. You know, at like 18 and then their body naturally just grows in a way that isn't uh, appealing on those apps. Because you look at, man, you look at TikTok and it's it's about thin builds. Yeah. Muscles or like nice bodies, curves. And not everybody is blessed with that type of body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so oftentimes they go down a route of how can I maintain this? How can I keep this? Or I just stop. And it's like, you don't have to stop. You You don't have to stop. You don't have to stop. But it's so, yeah, it's so weird. Like there's dance class all over the place. There's dance classes. There's no like, you know, YouTube class. You know, my thing is though, like there's, there's a lot of things I would love to do, but like I'm too socially anxious. I'll admit to that. There you go. I would love to play volleyball again, but I, I feel like I'm not going to... Dad wants to play volleyball. I want to play volleyball, but I'm not going to do it by myself. You know, like I'm not going to go join a league. I, I want to go with friends. I think you should. Of course. Man, there's a lot of shit I should do by myself, but I feel like I'm more content with somebody else. Like, yeah, fair. It's just one of those things. Volleyball would be fun, but <clears throat> what happens to me is I'm like... And this is this is shocking to people because yeah, people yeah. don't view me like this guy. I'm thinking about, oh my God, I got to like... Drive to the place, look around. Uh, I gotta like ask somebody, "Hey, are you the 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 ball setters?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, "No, we're not." And then I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta find the ball setters." Are you Team Pink? No, we're not. You know, who what I mean? sets the balls in here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just gotta figure out where my team is, and then I meet them, and they're already very clicky. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just I don't know, but. It- like, it's all good to be that guy, you know? It's all, like, everyone's that person. You know what's crazy? Like, I'm very confident in everywhere, but there are some places I go to, I'm like, ah, I really don't know how to talk to you about this, you know? I, it, it just, some things don't add up. And I think I think part of that is, like, the, the pandemic caused that. Yeah. Because, like, I should, or I feel like I should be able to go to these places and just, hey, what's up, my name's Dan. But, like, I'm not like that, man. But no one is <laughs> like that. No, but you're like that. I've seen your shit on YouTube where you're like in like uh, Japan and you're like, hey guys, I'm going through an alleyway to eat sushi. You're by yourself vlogging in a foreign country. Yeah, I'm like that on, um, sure, actually I'm like that on like camera and non-camera and stuff, but there are parts of me that you would be like way better, way better. What are, what are you What are you not um, like? Let's, let's hear one. For example, I think I'm much better on video or mm-hmm. written words mm-hmm. as opposed to audio. Like this. Like, I feel like when I'm talking to you personally, mm-hmm. I'm not like this audio person. Well, what's wrong with this audio person? Yeah, so exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that... Oh, no, vo- no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like... That like, thing in my head that I'm like, oh, I'm just not as good on audio, which is bullshit because I've done like 115 episodes. Yeah. As, as, but what is... Why... What is it? Um, here, like let me you feel a you better example. You feel like you don't articulate? Yeah, it's like, I feel like I definitely way, articulate way better on like written or video because look at my hand motions right now you know i yeah but but, but okay. do you know what i mean you might not feel like that but but i feel like that about myself and that that's what i'm saying is like wrong because i know i know that not everyone like you know what i mean like no matter what you see on like let's say a video or like me in japan um saying random shit or whatever i can't call someone right now on audio and be that same video person. Oh, oh, Do you know what I mean? Okay, interesting because when we did... Um, banana shop the, yeah. sec- saying sex and... Yeah. I remember like your tactics were very much like, can you just say banana type of way? You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. You see, like I'm not that same, like the charisma, I would say on word, I see. on, on word, like written words yeah, or yeah, video yeah. is yeah. way better on those two things than here. You know? Yeah, but you've also grown a lot on here. For sure. Like if we were to do that, that sex, you're calling one right now. If, you, <laughs> if we do that again, I think you'd be better at it. But yeah, I, I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of times we look at it ourselves of like, oh, I just wish I can go to like a volleyball place and like have that conversation or whatever. I fucking hate that voice in your head, man. Like this is this is what I'm reading about now is like how to silence that voice. A piece of shit voice. It, it is a piece of shit, man. Like I don't know why I treat myself to that, that yeah. degree. Do you have that, is that voice in your head? Um, is it's it your, so fucking uh, mean, man. It's it, so mean. 
my, my, the, the voice in my head. But what's the character of it? Like, is it your voice? It's or? me. Okay. It's me, but it's me in the most salty, uh, aggressive way. Mm. And like, it's so not me. Like the way my outward facing is and the way I'm with people is not that. Yeah. But internally I go, why? Here's an idea of my, my, my thinking. Okay. It's like, why? What, what the hell are you doing, Dan? Why would you even do that? Why do you think that's funny? Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, yeah, you know how toxic yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, is, yeah, and you just beat yourself down, Ugh. like day in and day out. And it's like, and I know I'm not the only one. I think a lot of people do this, and I'm just like, why the fuck do we do that? Yeah, like why am I in my head saying, oh my god, you're not funny, man. Like you were funny, but you're not funny anymore. So don't even try the joke. Why are you going on camera? Like you, you, you ha- you've gained weight since the pandemic. You shouldn't be on camera. Like such BS. It is BS because because I see it affecting my life, man. When I turned thirty, it was like. Okay, 30 is a big deal. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. For never my whole life. I swear to God, I never thought about 30 until two weeks before turning 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's fucked up, man. Like, so I was fine. I was fine up until two weeks. And then I turned 30 and something switched, man. Yeah. Something switched. You look at my Instagram and I'm not really posting stories as much. And I think a part of that is also because I'm getting enough views that I feel like I don't have to. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm just like... I used to post, hey, guys, this is crazy. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, is that a good thing? Is it bad? I genuinely don't know. I just naturally feel like I don't want to do that. Crazy. Yeah, but that's that's the part. It's like you, there is like that change. And I feel like these are just like collections you're taking. And then you bring it back together in like one cohesive thing. Like I've said this like um, maybe like even like for, I don't know. I felt like in the for the past two years, I've been more in a listening mood. Like I used to always just come with like stories, like story, like nonstop one after the other. You know, but now I just feel like I'm just in um like listening mood for like the last two or three years. Mm. You know, I, I show up somewhere and I'm like, I'd rather just hear other people speak than than my own shit. You know, right? So, right. Um, I yeah, and and I have a question. See, look, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, <laughs> Let me speak feel, for you. <laughs> do you feel um do you do you feel like it helps when someone tells you? Like, hey, that inner voice you have, everyone else has it. No. Does that help in any way? There's a sense. I, I know a lot of people, whenever you're, you're having a struggle, they try to minimize it by saying, we all have it. We all have which, it. Which is true. But it's like, it's hard to to experience the fact that, like, you have what I have. No. Yeah. Because we're acting so different. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, I don't see. But there are certain things, man, that, like. Um, or I guess what has helped. I guess what's helped is when somebody zooms out for me. When I see my therapist, oftentimes she'll be like, she'll she'll challenge me and she'll we'll, mm. we'll follow the thought all the way down. Okay, mm. okay. So what happens if that happens? Okay, that that's a fair fear. And then okay, so let's say that happens. What's the the worst thing that could come out of that? Yeah. And then okay, now what's the worst thing? And when I'm speaking it back to her, I'm like, holy fuck, this is so wild yeah she's like squeezing out the pimple of a problem it's exactly it it's exactly that it's like extracting the it's injecting actually a sense of realism and mm. extracting the sense of dreamlike thing your brain creates it's like yeah. it's gonna be so much worse no yeah. this volleyball thing let's say i sign up for a volleyball league okay yeah and what's my biggest fear i go there and i ask the wrong team if they're my team yeah, that's or, my biggest fucking fear. It sounded also like a, a ball setters were a fear of yours. <laughs> no, because they all have the. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but vo- volleyball <laughs> leagues always have this most sexual like like ball setter double entendres with yeah, their yeah, names. True, <laughs> and so I'm like, there's that. And then what happens if I get on the team and they're all clicky and they don't want to talk to me? Okay, play volleyball. You're there to play volleyball. Nobody talks to you. But I'm like, would that happen? No, probably not. not. At all. It's a social event. <laughs> Why are they going to be like, we're not talking to this guy, but let's talk to everybody else? Yeah, yeah, like you're literally a team. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish like if there's one thing I wish I could have is a sense of inner clarity that I could say nope yeah nope that's bullshit nope nah, Dan stop man that's, not, that's bullshit because like uh. but it's true a lot of times we have problems and like you get because we get so overwhelmed with it all we actually like don't like zoom out enough or like address the problem one by one of like well yeah if this happens would that really happen no would this happen no and like we, we don't cross off these no, things? No, we, what we do because is we, we just feel it's so overwhelming in our we, heads. We, we take it, we'll, we'll, we'll cross it off, but what we're doing is we're just sliding it aside, and when we stop thinking about it, it slides back into place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh, well, I still have that problem. Have you thought about maybe asking the wrong team if they're the ball setters? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I did it. Uh, yeah. but, but for me, like, like thinking about, other, like, when I'm in my head too much, looking out, even, like, looking out at, at, like, the world, like, just, like, looking at the street or 
looking at other people, I feel like that helps for me um, to just get me out of my own. And also taking the power head. away from them. Like, stop acting like everyone else has a fair judgment of you. Yeah. It's not like, like, for instance, I've started to really actually start to drop this whole thing. Like, it's not funny. Why are you posting that? Because I'm like, wait a minute. Whatever happened to the Dan that didn't give a shit? Because yeah. that Dan sort of took a hit when pandemic happened and I turned 30. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's not fair. So yeah. my, I mean, it's mo most of my idols were were so funny after the 30s or were doing shit after the 30s. 100%. I'm like, what happened? I'm Jim like, Carrey, you know, all these. Will Ferrell, man, Jimmy Fallon. Like, there's just all of my idols are still, I still idolize them because of who they are today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's it. Yeah, see, we really went into it. We did. This is one of our longer podcasts too, but... Um, Anyways, guys, that was, what was that, nine things? Nine things that you needed to hear today. I hope they helped. I mean, I, I don't plus, know. But plus the poem. I I, liked, I love the, the poem. The poem was good. We had to toss that in. Definitely check that out. And definitely check out Prozac, too, because, like, I know they're not really a band anymore, but yeah. man, they got some hits. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one, guys. We love you. Everything's beautiful tonight.